What's going on, everybody? It's Keisha here from KNJ Conversation Podcast, where we talk about love, family, relationships, and everything in between. Tonight, we're on episode five, and we got some great topics for you guys. I hope you're ready, because guess what? It's conversation time. Hey guys, it's Keisha here from K&J Conversations. It's Justin. I hope you guys have enjoyed your day, but we're ready to get into this little conversation. But before we start, once again, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to us. We appreciate it. It puts a big old smile on my face. Listen, follow, support. All that good stuff. <laughs> and once again, our email, if you ever want to email us some topics that you want us to talk about, it is K period, J period, combo, C-O-N-B-O, 19 at gmail.com. Instagram, you can follow us there at K underscore J underscore conversations. And also on Facebook, K and J conversations. So please visit us on any of those. Um, platforms to email us, send us some topics, all that good stuff. Listen, follow, support, <laughs> all that good stuff. All that good stuff, like my husband said. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this first segment here. Our first segment, we're going to talk about kids playing video games. Yep. Okay? I'm sure all parents out there be stressed about these video games, because I know I do. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy sometimes. So, let's get into it. So, I guess my first thing, like, do you think it's a certain age that kids should play, like, video games? Uh, I don't think it really be a certain age. I just make, I just think it needs to be at a, at a, I guess, they need to be mature enough to learn to take care of their game first, manage their emotions second, because you don't want, last thing you need is your kid playing and get mad and not knowing how to control themselves and breaking their control of their game, then they just ain't going to have no game. They're going to have an ass whooping and no game. Um, <laughs> um, and then just to a point where, you know, just stuff doesn't affect them and run their life. You know, they, they know when to turn it off and keep it moving. So I guess my outlook on is there a certain age – my son started playing video games at like three. He got a DS at three. And the only reason why he got that is because he was three. Because what happened was, and it, it was really funny to me. So we were out with his big cousins and his auntie. And we were all out having a little out and whatever it was. I don't even remember. And they both had the, the DS system. Mm-hmm. And they were playing and he had his leapfrog, mm-hmm. which was really nice, might I add. He had the little deluxe. It was nice. And before he was around them with that, he was fine with his leapfrog, taking it everywhere. Mm-hmm. But once he was in a setting with older kids, it changed his outlook. And the first thing he said to me was, Mommy, I don't want this no more. This is a baby's toy. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and turned him out. And, and turned him out. And he was like three years old. And then, um, and I didn't even know how to receive that. I thought it was hilarious, though, for my three-year-old to be telling me, no, I don't want this. But mind you, that thing was $200. Mm-hmm. So I felt a certain kind of way for him to be saying that to me. But 
I think too when kids are around older kids and like that type of setting, mm-hmm. they tend to want what those kids have, and then that pushes you into buying your kid. You know the same yeah. thing as everybody else, um, because he didn't get his first game system until four. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? The Wii. Yeah, it was the Wii. So I don't know. Like, I guess it's okay, but I personally. Like, if I probably could go back, I don't know if I would have gave, he would have gotten that so early on. You see, with a lot of with the, the kids these days, you know, it's everything is digital and electronic. And, you know, they whole, yes. they whole growing up in livelihood is it's different. Yeah. See, when I was growing up, and I think I was talking about this in a previous podcast. Is we played. I got, a, I got a Nintendo when I was four or five years old. You know, but at the same time is, you know, there was no cell phones, there was no social media, there's no computers the way they are now. That was our technology, yeah, quote unquote. So I can play the I can play the game and then I can turn it off and play with my toys, then I can actually go outside and interact with kids. So my game It was a know, balance for us as was, kids. It was a major balance. Because we really went out we we really went outside and played. We played games, um, jump rope. Us girls, we played jump rope, we played chase, we played red light, green light. We played all those different games and yeah. then you had board games. We actually played board games when we were kids. Yeah. So I do believe that it's totally I used to love different. Connect for hungry on your Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I my favorite was Monopoly as a kid. Even though we never played it right. It was all of no, we never even played it right. We always just wanted to count the money and then before like we had started off playing regular Monopoly, mm-hmm. but I still don't think we was doing it right. And then we would turn around and play uh we at the store. Mm-hmm. Like we buy stuff at the store mm-hmm. and we go get all my little toys out of my room. That's probably you bullying kids again. <laughs> But I, I have never, I have never ever, I don't know if anyone has. Oh, wait, not to cut you off. I got to give a shout out. Because <laughs> as my granddaddy said that I, I, I controlled everything. I used to love playing school. And mm-hmm. I always had to be the teacher. Shout out to my cousin, Desiree. You <laughs> probably bullying her as a kid. Well, thanks to me, she know what Greenland is all about. <laughs> that was my favorite lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go ahead, man. I just had to go yeah. there. Like I was saying, I've never, I don't know if anyone has ever in their adolescence finished a game of Monopoly. I ain't never. No. As many times I've played Monopoly, I have never been to the end. You barely finish this as a grown-up now. Like, you be tired. You be like, I quit. Niggas start out strong. After hour two or three, you you good. It gets gets hazy. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. So, I don't know. I think, like, if I could go back. I definitely may have changed that. Mm-hmm. He would have stuck with the leapfrog for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and just stayed with those type of uh, gaming systems. More learning per se than the actual gaming systems. Definitely more learning. I'm really, I'm really cautious about the steps I take with him as far as his, his, his video games. Because I know, you know, you give, you give too much too soon and then it's not a bad thing. You give a kid too much candy, it's not a good thing. Mm-mm. You give a kid too much... Too much of anything, anything that they desire is going to be, it's not a good it thing. It turns into something totally right. different. It turns into something totally different. So he's definitely got to balance it. I'm definitely a proponent of putting specific time ranges on his games. If it goes off, then that's it. His mama sneak him more time. I know she be doing it. Sometimes, not all the time. All the time. <laughs> So I'm the only one that I enforce. You're things. not the only one. Don't be trying to be out here like that. He is not the only one. I am the enforcer. No. I am the game enforcer. We, sometimes I sneak just a little bit more time. Right, he he going to five hours. But 
But on the flip side of that, I do think that, um, like all jokes aside, I do think that sometimes these game systems take control of kids. So I think starting them too early can affect them because then that's all they want to do, you know, and it's bad enough that these kids, all they want to do is technology stuff. They don't believe in, like, they have all the toys in the world in a room, but they don't even touch them. The only time my child touches toys that he has is if his game system has been taken away from him because he on punishment. Then he's like, oh, my, I got this. I forgot I had this. Like, seriously. The, The imagination factor. Then he goes back into being a kid again. The imagination factor wavers. Yeah, so. A lot of kids don't have the imagination that we had growing up. No, because we played Uh, basketball. Well, I I did. Adults in their 30s, maybe late 20s. I I don't even give it to the early 20s. No, them early 20s don't know that. Y'all gone. Y'all all all gone. (laughs) Maybe late 20s, adults into their 30s, our imaginations were like at a high. But if you are in in your 30s, especially your late 30s, you know what time it is. Like, yeah. you were a kid. You played. You had your cousins or your siblings or whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were kids. Play regular toys. You had you fun. Was out. You was out in these streets doing, you know what I'm saying? Playing outside till the lights came on outside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Doing all the stuff we used to do. You know what I'm saying? Hide and seek outside, playing it. So, parents, if you out there struggling, thinking like, okay, what's the good age? My suggestion is definitely pass about five or six. If yeah. if possible, if you can wait that long. Yeah, I would probably go five or six, and then you still bring them along slow. I still don't. I still don't have. Um, because then too, I think that when you have siblings in a household, mm-hmm. it's hard to do that. Because like, if you have kids that are that young, but then you have some that's in middle school, high school, and them younger kids are seeing their bigger brothers or sisters or whatever playing video. How do you go about that then? Like making sure this child here because they're too young in your eyes, that's a hard balance. See, we only got one in the world. It is, about. but it is you, that's something you got to partner with your older kid with. Yo, you got an older, you got an older son or daughter in video games. They in their teens. You got to talk to them like, hey, he sees you doing this all the time. You got to cut back. You got to let them know like, hey, I read a book also, or I go outside also, or I guess I that's when the things. big sister, big brother, yeah, uh, that's gotta. When, that's when that tool is coming to play as yeah. a sibling, the sibling. Yeah, because parents only do so much when there's other kids in the house, so you need their help also. Yeah, that's um, true. That teaching that is definitely true. So I think it, it's it's a it's a challenge, and I'm sure parents battle that because that's the end thing. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And then you want your kids to feel like they fit me in and things. Because for a long time, and I guess that's what I guess my next question would be is what game systems are appropriate. Do you feel like certain game systems a kid shouldn't have and should have? Because I know, like, for our son, he had the Wii, but there were, all his friends were having, they had the PlayStation, they had the Xbox, mm-hmm. but he was with the Wii. So, for a little minute, he was feeling a certain kind of way because then it was like everybody else. It was like, because at first, some of his friends had the Wii too. But then it gradually became, well, no, I got an Xbox, I got a PlayStation. So, do you feel like there are certain systems that maybe starting out, like if you at that phase, okay, my kid is like five, six, or seven, or whatever, and you're like, okay, I'm going to give them their first system. Do you think there's a, you know what I mean? Well, I see, um, I, I think a, a child should gradually move into different systems, because different systems are different 
just different experiences all together. Because we was, to me, more kid-friendly. You know what I'm saying? I had Nintendos, two buttons. Then I graduated to the Sega, it's three buttons. Then I graduated <laughs> Ooh, to the... three exactly, buttons. Three buttons. I'm doing it. This, you know, I go to... <laughs> I'm moving up. I go to the Super Nintendo, you know what I'm saying? That's what, like six buttons? Yeah. I'm like, man, so you, you the graduate, the more you go up, the more you learn, you know, the system and the controllers. And this, you know, I went and got a, 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 a PlayStation and Dreamcast. All these buttons, I'm like, shit, it took me some time to master all that stuff, bro. But the Wii, though, had more friendly games. So it was like his friends were playing games that he couldn't even get mm-hmm. because of the system he had. Yeah, but... You know what I mean? He couldn't get... It was a lot of games he couldn't get because yeah, they didn't have it for that. But all uh, the systems... I think all, all the systems console. make child-friendly games. It just... But you choose to buy them if you as a parent. About, you know, it's, it, you just got to be more cognitive as a parent because it's... A kid, they see Grand Theft Auto. And that see, is not a kid game. Of, I am so sorry. And they see the Call of Duties and all this stuff. And they 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 immediately want that stuff. And, you know, it's not appropriate for kids. Because you be seeing people, the, the content on them games is not good for a child 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. No, because that particular game, I didn't know it did half of the things they do. Mm-hmm. Until I saw you playing. And I was like, ooh. That's a little bit much for a game. And it's crazy to me because there are kids that be playing that game. That's my son's age. And he's 10 now. But when he was younger, it was kids. And I couldn't believe that parents were buying that particular game. I couldn't do it. I'm not going. They they out there playing the game. Next thing you know, they 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 at the school, you know what I'm saying, sneak sneak cussing on the low and all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Or hitting people and doing all type of stuff. And no, you know, a child's behavior is... To me, it's not indicative on the game, but but they, they can pick up it. habits. Though, they, they, from the there game. are things in games where yeah. child can see as an example, and they will apply it. Because kids life. are kids; they tend yeah, to they, they do things that they see, yeah. and it's no different than when a child is around a individual. Yeah. That person could be doing something, and that kid takes that little something mm-hmm. and start doing it themselves. So it ain't no different when they play video games mm-hmm. or they see a movie. They they redo what they saw in the movie. Yeah. So it ain't no different. But I do believe so, there are games that kids shouldn't play. So I do think like starting out buying um, certain systems can prevent a kid from even wanting it because you can't even buy it for yeah. that particular system yeah that could be true. that can help that that could be true. starting out i'm just saying that could be true but that's on the parent also it, it's, oh definitely it, it's your choice what games you buy your child it's your choice it all ties type, in with what the parent does it's your choice what type of content you buy your child what type of content you want your child to see so yeah it is on the parent to make oh, sure. sure it doesn't matter the system at the end of the day i bring i would rather gradually put my child to different systems because it's a lot of different systems some system more advanced than others. I can start them out in the Wii or Switch. You see how little that, that Switch controller is? That shit is small. You know what I'm saying? Let a child work off that. And you know then the they start gradually side. going to different systems where they don't feel overwhelmed. They, they just not pressing shit. And they're not getting frustrated. Next thing you know, sometimes they don't want to play. Or they don't want to play things where they can shoot people. Because so. it took me, like, even with our son, like, it took me a long time before, like, the... Um, the nerve guns and stuff. Yeah. Now, when he was two, three years old, like my son loved police officers and he loves that type of stuff. And um, so he used to want little play guns so he could play police and stuff. Yeah. And I would not buy that. Like I didn't, and I didn't want anyone else buying him play guns mm-hmm. and things like that. My granddaddy snuck a couple times <laughs> buying him that stuff. 
for him. And then my son accidentally brought it home. And I was like, who bought you this? He pulled that a little 22. He was like, who bought I got a little 22? <laughs> and I'm like, hold up. And I saw my daddy. I'm like, didn't I tell you he can have this? Yeah, he pulled, so, pulled his little pistol out. It was on. <laughs> I was real strict on that. And then when he started doing karate school, um, they had like a once a year big old slumber party where all the kids stay oh, and they read. up all night. They read about the guns, boy. And they had Nerf gun uh, fights. And so I remember my son was like, Ma, they had they gonna have Nerf gun fights and I won one and like it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we knew about the sleepover for about a month before, cause you had to pay for it and you you know prepare mm-hmm. for it. So I want to say it took me almost. He didn't get one up until like it was cutting it close, and I was like I didn't want him to have it. And one of the young girls that worked at the uh, school was like, you know, she was like my mom was like that with my little brother. She wouldn't let him have it. Uh-huh. And it was some other parents that were like me that. Their kid first Nerf gun was because of that sleepover. It was explaining to me how the class, <laughs> the whole class is, is about fighting self defense and your your hands. And, and then you, you gonna have a Nerf gun fight. Next thing you know, it's session over. They're like, all right, cool. We finna bring it all the pictures. Y'all go around, run, so they run around, shoot each other, go have a ball. Y'all gonna be using y'all hands. Just run around with pistols. But he had a ball, and it was funny because the very first Nerf gun that I bought wasn't no fancy one. Nah. It didn't do nothing fancy whatsoever. I bought him some extra little, uh, the little bullets that go with it. Yep. And I was just like, okay. But I knew I didn't want him to be the only kid there without one and feel left out. So that's why I got it. It was the pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the it was it was pressure there. Peer pressure. Yes. So he got it, and then after that, I guess I felt more like okay. Mm-hmm. And then every you know for Christmas he would ask Santa to bring him one, and then him and his dad would have Nerf gun fights on Christmas morning. So I loosened up a little with mm-hmm. that, but I still don't let him have um, the plastic play guns. Those I'm, I'm still it's a no go, but um. The nerve guns, I guess, I, I softened up. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's an example of where you just like, it's a no-go. So, with video games, to tie into our conversation. Um, it's just a it's gradual thing. Yeah, because he even, gradually went to games that I wouldn't have, definitely wouldn't have bought him at two, three, four like, years old. Like, no. I, we haven't even, I haven't even gave him the, uh, like, the Xbox Live. Five, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Cause and our baby is the only one out of all his cousins. Good. And his for his close friend that that, that don't have good. Xbox Live. Good because <laughs> the stuff you be hearing, like like I don't even oh, interact. Yeah. I don't even interact with the with stuff like that. I I'm either I mute or I just let them talk. I don't even have a headphone nothing on because the stuff you be hearing, even out these kids, man, it's like ridiculous. All this cursing, and they going back and forth. These little these little kids calling niggas and shit like that. I'm like, and it's only and I don't know see. And a lot of these kids, they take this stuff like it's real life. Like you, don't yeah, they be serious. People. You, you you mess around, have your son on there. You be going, you be in your room doing your own thing. You probably hear your somebody kid saying something. screaming at another kid. And next thing you know, your son, your daughter's feelings are hurt or crying because it was something another kid told them on a gang and they somewhere else in another side of the country or the world. You'll never see them. Like these kids are affected by this stuff. But it's, it's very intense because my whole thing is, what is these parents at? Because I like the times where you happen to like. You know, have your yeah. stuff and I can hear. 
And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, that kid sound like the same age as my kid. Like, why are you using that type of language? Yeah. And where the hell is your parent at? Because you need your ass up right now. They be in the next like, room. seriously. They be in the next room. Because I'm not going to even lie. If I heard our child talking like that, it it would be it would be a problem. So I don't know where these parents be or what be going on, but it be a little bit much. Yeah. Xbox Live is a whole nother level. And I feel like with Xbox Live too, I do feel like you have to be care careful. I mean, with those type of situations because you're talking to people and then you don't know what your kids are sharing, mm-hmm. things like that. I feel like all these platforms, even with um the other two games that the kids be playing, like Fortnite. Um, and things like that, where they can have messages sent to them privately or um, things like that. Like, those type of things I do have problems with. And I do have conversations with our son about things that could go wrong, that could take place. So I make sure he understands not to entertain people. You don't know them people. If it's your cousins, that's a whole nother ballgame. But you don't know who you're playing with. That could be a grown person on the other end. So I still get messages from if people need these avatars, they be like cartoon avatars. They be mm-hmm. trying to message me. She want to talk to me, saying they praying for me and stuff. I'm like, like I don't even know you. I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? So who, Lord knows the type of fuckery some of these uh, these people get into on some of these. So games. you gotta be mindful of that as right. a parent. Like you can't really let your kid just be on this stuff. Like we have pop ups. I got them pop ups where we yeah. taking electronics let me check, let me check and shit. we checking stuff let me, and um, give, me, give me shit. Let me we check deleting it. people. We blocking yeah. people. Who is this? Nope. Gotta go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't play that. Like mm-hmm. you not gonna be having conversations with my ten year old. True, it could be another ten year old on another end, but I don't know that. So to avoid any type of situations, mm-hmm. no conversation whatsoever. So I think you got to just be mindful of all that stuff personally um and then you already touched on one of the things i was gonna ask about time limits mm-hmm. on playing your game and i do mm-hmm. believe it should be a time limit like um for a long time in our house and still is during the week um no game systems typically no game and then um if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing during the week school wise or chore wise then you don't mm-hmm. have the game system on the weekend yep. Because we true believers in this household about chores and things of that nature. And trust me, I am the parent. I can't wait to take your shit. Like <laughs> yeah, that's, he is. You, hey, you want to do what you need to do? <laughs> Sit it down here. Like, he, that's my thing. Like, he be quick to be like, yep, give it to me. Yep. I like doing it. <laughs> Cell phone's going. Uh, game system is going. But it's a message that I send. It's, it ain't about, yeah, Just I enjoy it. taking it. I really do. I, I enjoy seeing the hurt. On my child's face when I take it. wrong with you. Every parent does. But it's, it's about I the don't. message. It's about the responsibility tied into the stuff. Like, you want to play it? You want to do what you want to do? Hey, you want to have fun? I want you to have fun. Because at his age, we had chores. And it was definitely, was um, you times. couldn't do nothing until no, your chores were done. Not until your, if your, stuff, your homework ain't done, if your, your room ain't clean, the house ain't clean. You're not touching you're nothing. Not touching you ain't going nothing. nowhere. You ain't doing nothing. So and, and that rule applies in our house. <laughs> we're real old school with that because at the end of the day, um, I want to raise my child to be an independent person when he get older mm-hmm. and know how to do things on his own. Because it's crazy. Nowadays, the simplest thing as sweeping the floor or washing dishes, kids don't know how to do that stuff because they don't have chores. And so, like, I even found myself sometimes when my son be like, Mom, some of my friends in school don't have chores. They don't. They they, they parents don't make them do what y'all have me doing. Mm-hmm. Well, 
And and then he probably would be feeling like, damn, that's unfair. But then it's been times when he's come to me and he's like, I'm glad I know how to do that because why they don't know how to do that? So these are the conversations that I be having with my senior. Hey, man, your kid ain't got them chores, man. That's going to be the same buddy out out there. Out by the liquor stores on the corner or something, you know what I'm saying? You got to teach kids responsibility. It's not always fun, fun, fun. You got to know how to work. Because at this age, only job he has is school. No responsibility, no accountability. Yeah. That's that's, that's how it's taught. You ain't got responsibility, that means you're not being held accountable for anything. So we definitely do try to teach our child those things. And I, I think he's slowly getting it. You know, he's only 10. But certain yeah. things that we do do with him, he gets because at school, if he has a friend that don't have to do things that he got to do, he actually be shocked. Like, because at their school, they have to, at the end of the lunch period, somebody got to wipe the table down and one student sweeps the floor. So normally mm-hmm. the teacher pick a student, you know, mm-hmm. to do the job for that week or that month or however. And so it's been times where some of them kids didn't know how to sweep. And he was like, how they don't know how to sweep? I know how to sweep. So our son is washing dishes, he's sweeping floors, he's vacuum cleaning. Um, what else he do? You want them games. He about to start cleaning bathrooms too in a minute, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. So I, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I know this is a topic that where a lot of people, parents struggle, I'm sure, because it's such a big thing now with Even kids. Even with the parents, man, I know we be wanting... You know what I'm saying? Our time to ourselves. Y'all be wanting y'all time to yourselves. Y'all be like, just go somewhere and just play. You be like, hey, you play the game, go somewhere, let me just relax for a second. That's all well and good. But you always got to monitor. You always got to monitor what your kid doing at all times. And you got to make sure you know these video games ain't no joke. Don't give them too much of that time. I know you want your time to yourself, but too much of that is not a good thing. No, it's not. I totally agree with you. I think there should be limits um, on that and definitely monitoring uh, what your kids are doing just to make sure that they're in a safe environment when playing these games. You know what I'm saying? Because things do go on and you see so much stuff, you know. Yeah, y'all so dip, Y'all want to dip off and get y'all freak on or whatever? Just make sure you still keep that one ear open for your child. You can do what you need to do, handle your business, but keep that one ear open. Like, you know, say he good. I'm just saying. So just to wrap this segment up, um, I guess you do what's best for your household. You pick what you think is best for your kid. But just make sure, I guess, make sure your kid is um, mature. Because yeah, right. every kid is different. You see this? We watching, I'm watching Home Alone right now. This kid going down the stairs on the sled. You could be all want your own time to yourself. Your kid be jumping off the roof, just like, going down the, going down the stairs and the sled out the house into the street and shit. Just, just doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, I know this is about games, but shit, make sure you want to do just your monitor. Own monitor your child. Burn your shit down if you ain't watching them properly. Just monitor them. And just, I guess, do what you think is best and pick the age and if your kids are already playing just monitor them and make sure they're doing things that they're supposed to be doing and and know that the game is just the game it's not real you know because you got some out here that be thinking that stuff is real and be trying to do that stuff but that that's our dilemma in our household pretty much with our son uh, we just monitor and just dish a little here dish a little there for him so he don't get over i guess happy with it but to end the segment i hope that helps Somebody out there with their kids that they struggling in that area. Don't go nowhere because we're coming back. Coming back. For segment two. And I'm sure you guys going to love this one. So stay tuned and we'll be right back.
Okay, guys, we are back. And for segment two, we're going to talk about why do people cheat in relationships? Why? I don't know. That's what I be trying to figure out. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Before we started, I just want to put a disclaimer is black men don't cheat. Boy, bye. I'm too busy in here praying to the Lord and talking to the <laughs> Lord to be out here cheating. Every black man does it. We take our time throughout the day. We pray to the Lord. And then we talk to Jesus, and we honor our spouses and our girlfriends. All right, that's my disclaimer. Black men don't cheat. You may not cheat. You may not as a black man. But there are some out here that cheat. There we go. Mm -hmm. Disclaimer that. <laughs> Disclaimer they that. They mix. They ain't full-blooded black men. That's <laughs> the niggas out here mixed with all these other origins. Whatever. Okay, so... Why do people cheat? It's so many reasons and whys, and I guess that 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 causes people to cheat. Um, one thing I guess that will cause somebody to cheat is anger or revenge. Cause your boot thing and went out there and cheated, so now you gonna go cheat. So why they cheat though? Good question. Why the boot thing cheat? I don't know why that boot thing cheat. Right, it's, it's a vicious, it's a vicious <laughs> cycle. <laughs> Look, but some people do cheat because they are frustrated in their relationship. Maybe their partner is not giving them what they need, so they they go step out on them. Mm. Or they partner ain't around a lot. You know what I'm saying? You got people that work a lot, so, so that someone, gives people time to go do other extra activities. So if someone works a lot, that gives someone opportunity. To cheat. I never said to give you. I don't believe in well, cheating. Yeah, it does give them opportunity to cheat, but. Would that be the reason someone's cheating? Because someone works a That's lot? one of the reasons why. That's ridiculous. Or you may not have enough time. You're not giving them that physical I, or I emotional. What about people that don't give emotional or physical um, what they need? That partner needs. Maybe that person needs a little bit more physical. Maybe that person needs you more emotionally. That's and you're not you, giving them That's that. different. You're working a lot. <laughs> but you, some people are like that, though. Say you got a husband or wife that travels for work a lot. And you're so you're gone a lot, mm -hmm. but you got needs that need to be met. But if, if that's the case, they knew that the other the, the spouse knows that that person working a lot. They knew they that's they know that's their profession. They know that they travel. They know they work a lot. They know it before they got into the relationship as a girlfriend or boyfriend. So that cannot be a disclaimer for you cheating. You know what you get into when you first. Start but sometimes you may know something true enough, but. Until you are in that situation, you don't know what you will do or how you will behave. And that's the truth. Like, say you meet somebody, right? You know they, they're a flight attendant. They gone a lot, mm -hmm. flying all over the place. Yeah. You walked into it knowing that. And you thought going into the relationship or the situation that you'll be cool with that. But then as time go on, now y'all maybe six, seven months, a year in, two years in, and it's starting to take a toll because when you want to go somewhere, you want to go out to eat, go to the show, or just do fun things or do a vacation with somebody and, yeah. and spend time with it, but they always gone. Well, they need to break it off rather than cheat. Oh, I totally agree with you. I, yeah. I think that before you cheat on a person, I believe that you should probably go your own way. But we're going to get into that later. Right now, we just stick into scenarios that could cause somebody to cheat. Okay. Because it's, it's a whole lot of things that you probably should have, could have, would have. 
But we gonna touch on right now just little things that people can cause them and then mm-hmm. kind of elaborate on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I do think that in a relationship, if you're dealing in a situation where a person is gone all the time, or if you're just not getting what you need from that person, sometimes you just need an extra hug or two. And somebody over there giving you that little hug or two that your significant other is not. Are they communicating that they want that extra hug or two? I would hope so. Because you, you, you definitely have to communicate. That's one of the things that I could say in our relationship that we strive to do. You know, And sometimes communication is not always easy. It's not always an easy thing to be able to talk to your significant other about different things. Um, in your relationship, you know what I mean? To have hard conversations. But I think that um, it's very important because without communication, it, it makes it very hard in a relationship. The hard conversation is never easy. That's the, that's one of the hardest parts, especially in the men. Women, are more they're more quick to have the conversations before men do. I agree. Not all men um, don't want to have a conversation, but... But a lot of men uh, don't be want to have conversations. Typically, the they majority run from of it. the men, they don't want to have them conversations. They, they rather avoid the it. They just want to yeah. go with the flow and do their thing. And then, you know, uh, when we get to a point where y'all have an argument and then it come out, that's when it come out. And that's the wrong time for it to come out, though. Because it when, it, when it comes out in an argument, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy for either parties. Because if y'all probably would have sat down and had that conversation... In a more like we having a conversation now, it could be received better than when you're shouting and you know what I mean at each other and yeah. you you are upset with each other. I think that and I know it's it's easier said than done at times in relationships because no relationship is perfect. And if somebody's talking about their relationship perfect, I'm not bad. Listen, I know I know this, <laughs> I know this is cliche, and it really is. But the guys, the the thing they don't want to hear is. Baby, we got to talk. That is so cliche, but it's the God honest truth. Because as soon as a guy hear that, automatically they go to all... Oh, do you always... Let me ask you this, though. When guys hear those words, do you do guys feel like it's some shit coming? Or it's, it's a negative... Absolutely. It's, it's about to be a negative conversation? Absolutely. I get it. Because you... <laughs> Because any time a woman comes in peace when she wants to talk, it's going to be some bullshit behind it. <laughs> anytime. Anytime she come, hey, baby, you know, I just, we need to talk for a second. It's, that's the cloud. That's the No, that's the calm before the storm. That's the way it always is. So, like, but that's bad to think that, though. But that's what it is. That's bad. That, that's bad. That's because y'all make it bad. No, men need to be able to have conversations. When is a woman? Everything ain't about having some sex laying down and, you know what I'm saying, if we talk about giving you some ass, you you be all for that, though. But but when has a woman (laughs) ever said, baby, we need to talk? You know, I really want to uh, think about getting you um, a new chain, or I really think about us buying a new car. I'm saying, okay, but I've oh, started conversations like on, that. Hold on, then be like, oh, baby, we need to talk because I'm really, I'm really, I'm proud of you, and I really do want to do something for you. I just want to take you out, or I want to get something for you. Nothing ever starts with we need to talk, <laughs> and the, the woman doing something good, or you know, you know, maybe majority of time, I guess, but. I've started off conversations with you like, babe, I need to talk to you. And it'd be the simplest thing. We need to go to Target. 
Oh, we need to go do X, Y, Z. I don't want to hear that either. <laughs> <laughs> that means I got to go somewhere. <laughs> Moving on. But I think that a lot of men are like that. They do run from conversations. And that's not the healthiest way to handle situations. It's because not. for a woman, when we see that you're running away from a conversation, then that causes a lot of buildup for us. Or you make the woman that you're with feel like they can't talk to you. You make them feel like, then that means she's holding all this stuff in. And when she finally get it all out, you getting a whole lot then. Because now you're pissed off, you're frustrated her, because now she feels like she can't talk to you or communicate with you. I agree. I definitely agree. But depending on the guy you're you're messing with, sometimes it's just like they just don't communicate. That's not the the way way. they communicate. Men communicate different ways. You need to find the wavelength. On what your man communicates and be effective on that wavelength, you'll get more out of your guy if you really take the time to find out what type of communicator he That's is. That's if he's a mature person. Because you just got some goofballs too, though. Yeah. They just, that, they just be doing the most. But if you're dealing with somebody that's mature and you both learn each other, because it goes both ways too. It does. Um, so not to just put it on you fellas. It goes both ways. You get yeah. yes, because you do get women that don't communicate. Yeah, you get women and that next don't. Thing you know, they're the ones with the walls built up, and half the guys, men don't have a lot of patience with women most of the time, especially when they come with the opening up process. So yeah, if women ain't opening up like that, and not affectionate or not. That's a turn off like for that, you guys. That's a turn off for a lot of men. Some men see it as a challenge if they really want to pursue you, um, but so a lot of guys they like I ain't got time for this shit. Becky down the block or or Vicky down the block. Yo, she looking good and she giving me the wink, yo. I'm going to go see what's up with her. But then some men I feel like don't like a challenge. Y'all like easy females. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Just because you brought that up. I had a gentleman um, that liked me. And How long ago was this? A long time ago. Better be. <laughs> Way before you. Better be. Shit. But I thought it was really funny to me to have a guy tell me. Um, that he couldn't talk to me because I was too, um, sadiddy. And I have never had a person, I don't think I'm sadiddy. I don't think I'm bougie. I don't think, Uh, don't play with me. I am not bougie. uh, (laughs) And I felt like he just was, I, I, I had to really go back and ask somebody like, do I come off that way? And I was like, no, but at your age, how many females do you know have confidence like you and have the things that you have and accomplish what you have at your age? Mm-hmm. And maybe that was too much for him. What have you accomplished? Tell me. Well, at that point. Let me, let me hear your accomplishments. Baby. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's go here. I've been on my own since I was 19. I've always had a job. I've been working since I was 16. And at that time, I had my own place, my own car, working two jobs, and working on a college degree. You had a college degree? I got three. Three? Which which ones you got? I have my associates, I have my BA, and I have my master's. God damn. So, I just thought it was just crazy for... You go, girl. Thank you, boo. Um, I don't know. And so, the person that I asked this, she was like... No, she was like, but at your age, there's not too many females doing what you're doing. Uh-huh. And apparently, he couldn't handle that. So, he had to find a way to just... Because I was... I didn't know how to feel about the comment. 
Well, that that would have rolled into my next point because I was gonna say, you know, depending, some guys have a, they don't have, they have low confidence or low self esteem. So a lot of guys, if they don't, they don't have the self esteem or they don't have a confidence in themselves. And pursue, that's a turn off for me. To, to be honest, that could be possibly be a challenge for them. It, you see a lot of guys, yeah, even some of the cocky. Don't get it twisted, ladies. A lot of cocky niggas. That don't mean they got high self esteem. They could be masking some shit. So don't get that shit twisted either. Just because a guy come out cocky don't mean he got it all figured out. Because there's a lot of cocky He just asked. If they see another cat step in the room, they ain't even saying half what they saying. They feel their presence. They get, they get very... Um, and they feelings. They, they get in their feelings. They get intimidated by that. But uh, I don't know. Cause as just a, because you loud don't mean nothing. No, it doesn't. But I don't know. I felt a certain kind of way. I thought, like, really? Like, who says that? Mm-hmm. And so for someone else that is outside of looking in, I just wanted to know how they viewed me. I was just curious because I just never had anyone say that to me. Mm-hmm. And when she said what she said to me, I was like, well, that makes sense. Because I don't think I come off bougie. I don't think I'm better than the next person. I just know what I want for Keisha. And I'm going to bust my ass to get it. And I'm not going to allow nobody to take that from me. Right. So if I'm too much of your T-boo, that's fine because I'm, I'm, I'm not a lazy chick. And that's one thing I have to say about my husband. Since we've been together, you've always been very supportive in anything and everything that I want to do and all my accomplishments. And so for me, that means a lot because you have some men that try to um, downplay what you're trying to do or down talk you or make you feel bad because you're trying to accomplish things and that's gonna be a, a later discussion but it's just because we touched on it in this little moment but um i do appreciate that thank oh, you <laughs> but getting back into our conversation um another thing i guess that could make a person cheat is just falling out of love mm-hmm. they just don't love you no more yeah. is it right for them to cheat no they probably should keep you know just keep it moving to be honest but sometimes you could be in a in a relationship with a person. You could be in that relationship for a while with that person. But for some reason, you have grown apart from each other. At least maybe that person who decided to cheat. Yep. And you just wasn't aware of it. You know what I'm saying? So that is one thing. You see what happened in power. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost ain't want to sell bricks no more. Man. Tasha was like, we, you need to keep selling bricks. Ghost like, I don't want to do this no more. Then he hit up the Spanish chick. And he fell in love with his change his life. You know what I'm saying? Because he was changing. And Tasha ain't want to change. And he wanted to change. And that was it. Now, Tasha was all hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because he changed. I love that you the, that. And now all the shit went downhill because he wanted to mature. He wanted to grow as a person. And she ain't want to let him grow. <laughs> but I, the thing I, is, I'm though. Give an example. People that do that, they may not leave because it's easier to stay, though. They don't have to start over. They may be sleeping with Sue or or Tom over here, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to leave their home because they got their family there. They got, um, they stable there. They feel safe there, but they, but they're willing to go cheat, which is crazy to me. You do have a situation like that, but some people don't even cheat in that situation. Some people just be unhappy. They just keep that unhappy. And they see, you know, they become bitter and they hold grudges and other things go along. So and that ain't cool neither. That's not healthy either. Because if you stand in a relationship um, where there's no romance or anything like that, like that's that's not cool. Because then it's just 
it's gonna cause somebody. You one gotta, of the two gonna end up drifting to somebody else. You guys are just there existing with yeah, each other. Yeah, and y'all just roommates at that point. And sooner or later, somebody gonna step out. Because yeah. y'all don't even like each other. And it's all about you. Your relationship is always growing. Each individual is always growing and and maturing and becoming and evolving into what they're meant to be. Yeah. In life individually. Yeah. So it's always a. It's always good to stay on the same course and once again communicate with you. Gotta communicate. Know, like, hey, this is where my headspace is moving forward, you know, and then give that person a chance or give them an the opportunity to say, hey, I still wanna be with you because this is where we started. And I think you gotta, you have to communicate because, first of all, nobody's a mind reader. Nope. Nobody knows that, hey, I need to be giving you more kisses and hugs. Hey, I need to be doing XYZ. Nobody knows that if you're not communicating. So I think that, too, Listen, when people go cheat, you can't do that. All the time. We tell women this all the time. What, you're not a mind reader? I can't read your mind. Don't don't say what I should what I should know. And you should have knew this. And you should be thinking about but this. But now I'm uh, paying attention. Well, like, no, no, wait back. Men are blunt creatures. But on tell the flip side of that. Want. Simple as that. On a, tell us. But on the flip side of that. Straight I know men and women are different. But every woman would love for their man to just do little spontaneous things for them. That's something I don't think a woman should have to tell that man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just walk through the door with some roses, just because roses, or you just walk through the door with a piece of jewelry, or just a, <laughs> I, I don't gotta, know. I gotta buy something. I don't know. You know I love saying, jewelry. Exactly. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, every girl wants. Come through the door with diamonds. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Guess, I, we shouldn't have to tell you that we want diamonds. Or you just surprise me and say, baby, I booked us two tickets to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Little things like that. Like women love those little gestures. And or you just cook dinner. You I can't you a woman come in the house and they man and cook dinner or whatever the case may be. It's just those little things that melts a woman's heart and make mm-hmm. them go, Oh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I do I do believe that if it's something maybe that you really not getting though, you need to communicate that. Mm-hmm. But in situations like I think men should just do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I'm not in disagreeance, but I'm also of the ilk. It's if if you guys aren't on the same wavelength, you gotta you communicate, need, you communicate that. Yeah, that. definitely. But but if you know, like, hey, I woke up and I, I know that she ain't feeling well, or you know she's pretty down today. After when I talk to, I think the phone, that's the man's job you know, to hey, kind of tap into can, that. Then you can, yeah. Then you can do something if you choose to do something. You don't have to do nothing. You don't want to. Do. You just be like, well, you she gonna stay mad? Like, then. like she, she just not feeling. I'm just gonna stay clear for the day. <laughs> you may not want to do that either, because then she really gonna be pissed off because you ain't even looked to see what was wrong. You know what just hit it with the, you know, I, I, having a bad day. I love you, baby. And just walk off <laughs> so that you know, she know you know. You just ain't got to spend your money to. So she'll know. Because women, I think, is more in our nature. There are men out there that just do things too, but I think it's more in a woman's nature to do things for their man, cater to them in a sense, you know, do little gestures for their man and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just in our nature um, as a woman. It's possible, yeah. So, but when it's more deep and, and intense, then yeah, you need to tap in. Y'all need to have some conversations. But um, another thing that can stir a person to cheat is situations. They like could what? be in a certain situation and it gives them that opportunity to like cheat. what? Yeah, I need an example. Okay, so example of that would be work situations. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like, I think 
this ain't nothing new. This is something that has happened for decades and decades and decades yep. of men and women getting involved in in situations. Or should we use what you call a term? Uh, Jada's term. What she call it? Entanglements. <laughs> Entanglements. At the workplace. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you are at work. It does feel like way more at work than you are at home. Yeah. You spend a lot of hours there. You're around these people every single day. And then you start building relationships. You start talking to people about things yep. that may be going on. Then you get real comfortable with an individual about talking about your situation with your significant other. Yeah. Which I don't think you should ever do. But people do it. Every day. <laughs> and as I say, this isn't going on forever. So I do believe that that could cause a rift. Because then doors are opened. People get really comfortable. And then situations happen. Okay. So, I don't know how you view it. Do you feel like that's the, the easiest place to cheat at the workplace? Possibly? Yeah, it's possible because, you, like you said, you know, you've just been around those people all the time. So, you can, it's a, it, there can be situations that come around where, you know, you got to spend too much time in, in a close environment together. And over, over time, y'all just start liking each other. And then things happen. I feel, as a man, you should have more self-control over yourself and and be smarter not to cheat at your workplace. That's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't, you don't eat where you shit. You know what I'm saying? But on well, the flip side... Shit, or you don't shit where you so eat. Let me ask you, know you this. You, you don't do that. On the flip side of that, though, pausing on the cheating aspect at the workplace. There are so many people that their relationship started yeah. at the workplace. I met you at the workplace. We met at the workplace. So, but neither one of us were talking to... Well, I don't know if you were. But, hey, man, I always have situations, so... But um, <laughs> we did meet at the workplace. Well, your situation couldn't have been that damn important because your ass is with me. <laughs> I've, never been, I've never been... Look, I've I had to go and throw that in now. Well, get it. I've only had, but you kicked I've, it with people. I've hold on. I've only had three relationships in my life. Two of them I didn't even take serious because I didn't. I knew I wasn't going to be with them long term. I just did it for experience being in a relationship. That could be but asshole. You kicked, but me, you. But, but that's see, what it was. But the thing is, though, I don't even. Think I can count on good. one hand as well how many relationships, like serious relationships, but you dated I never and went loved, on dates. But on, I never people. loved anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, but you still dated people. Yeah, I date right. People. I like I liked a lot of I thought a lot of I thought a lot of women were cool. I but that's what I'm getting at. Do, a lot of different things. But that's what I'm talking about. Like you dating and your serious relationships. There's a lot of people that have only had a handful of serious relationships. Yeah. But you still dated people. Those ain't the only people you ever talked to. You know what I'm saying? Like you went and you may have just went on one date with that person or one for date with that person. You yeah. dated. Yes, everyone's dated. Right. I've only been exclusive three times in my life. Because I, I, I I'm not I And I never led anyone on to think that's another thing men do sometimes. We they gonna do. talk about that's another right. good topic. The, the, but men but women do that too. I'm not gonna Yeah, no, men and women do that. Yeah, men and women do that. Men do it women do it at a more efficient rate than men. But go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you on that, but um, 
What was we saying? I got my thought. We and went drifted off into that. You was talking but, about relationships in the workplace. It's oh yeah. In the workplace. But we met at the workplace, and mm-hmm. so like, do you think it's a problem talking to people at your workplace? Period. I mean, I feel like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. No matter where you is, if it's in the church, if it's in the club, if it's in the corner stove, if it's at the job, if it's in the gym. It don't matter where you at. If it's meant to happen, it's gonna happen. If you have the confidence to step to the woman. Regardless of what surroundings you in, you do it if you really if you really want to pursue it. Simple as that. It could be in the workplace. It so, is what it is. I I guess when you you never know what you're gonna find your your boyfriend girlfriend you your husband know. or wife. You really don't. I don't have a problem, and I don't see anything wrong with dating someone that you work with, as long as I guess you keep it. Not you so never, open never, with your stuff you at the workplace. Know, you never know where none of your situations come from. They sometimes yeah. call, I've had a situation. I'm not gonna go too deep, but I've had a situation where I was messing with a young lady that was in my job, and then I messed around and started messing with her mother. Nothing, nothing heavy. It was like <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> now that's funny. It was hey mom, this guy's cute. And next thing you know, she was on the phone with her mother. And then I was like, you know what, let me holler at your mom's. And then I was like, hey, man, your mom's cool. Next thing you know, mom's just like, you invite me to the crib. It's simple you as know that. what? So, so you was just, you did a puff. <laughs> you, but you it just, was, like I said, it wasn't nothing that was exclusive. We was just cool. Kicking people. it. Yeah. I've had a situation where a grown woman, uh, to get back at her husband, invited, she met me one day and invited me to a party her ex-husband was going to be at. To quote unquote show me off. See that's foolery right there. You don't be putting people in your mess. And to show me then, off because she because nah, she thought I was that. handsome and I'm classy. I'm not assy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know. I just thought it was flattering. She did that. I think. See, you don't be putting people in your mess. See, that's how people get hurt. You don't do stuff like that. Yeah, but these are things people fall into. People fall into all type crazy of crazy scenarios, even in the workplace. Just the craziest shit. Well, you had a lot of little girls that was chasing you. At the workplace. You got a lot of little crushes. <laughs> I think it gets complicated. Well, no, because it wasn't really complicated for us dating at the workplace. No. It wasn't. But we didn't. Because we was private. Yeah, we were very private about Listen, our you, situation. You set your standards. The first date I had with my wife. And don't I be getting no her. ideas if you out here cheating at the workplace, Matt. But we were exclusive with each other, and we didn't put people in our business even, and stuff like even that. Even when we weren't exclusive. The first date I had with my wife, I told her, I was like, I'm really not a, I'm, re- I'm really a private guy. So whatever we do outside the workplace, we keep this between us. I don't want to know. And I business. was, and I, and I thought the same way. Boom. Like, it wasn't. It's the conversations yeah. you have with each other to set the tone for what you expect. It's simple as that. I had that conversation because it was something I, I wanted between us, and I expected that standard between us, my privacy, my privacy. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess at the beginning, that was more so what you wanted, but I wanted yeah. the same thing. We were definitely on, on the same page with that, that what we had going on had nothing to do with the workplace, and that was between us. It was only one person that knew we were dating. There you go. You know what I mean? And that was the my, my homegirl, so. Go back to your chief. Right. So anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. But yeah, far as date, I mean, having situations at the workplace, I really, it, <laughs> this gets a little tricky because you're going to continuously see the person that you chose to step out with. 
It ain't like you just went out and messed with Becky over here, right? You going to see this woman or this male every day. Even if you call it quits with that person, they're still in the picture. Yep. So it's going to definitely make it harder for the person that you're with to get over it. Because they know that you got to see this damn person repeatedly. You've had intercourse with this person. You've crossed boundaries. So that makes it very complicated. You got to quit your job. If you, if, yeah, if you, you sitting, almost got to. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you ain't got enough sense not to cheat at your job, <laughs> this goes with anybody across the board, men or women. You're gonna cheat at your job, you know, you ask for trouble because eventually you're gonna get caught. So, if you get caught and if you really wanted to work with your uh, your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife. You got to quit your job and you got to start all over. It's like you're going into witness protection. And both parties <laughs> are being trifling. Like, come on, man. Like, both of y'all. You need to, you got to change your number. You got to fall completely off the map. You got to wipe your slate clean to make your spouse feel somewhat secure in a relationship. Because it's going to be a lot of work to put into that relationship. Man. Because I think a person, male or female, may be able to forgive you easier if it's just somebody random that you just mad and you 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 went and, laid and up with a, them. And that's a tough And that's maybe. But when you talking about somebody that you know your significant other got to see on a daily basis, like that person going to stay enraged. They going to stay upset. Your they going to keep gonna reliving carry, it. They going to carry it out. Girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, matter, or wife. It don't matter who it is. They going to carry it. It's going to be an attitude. You do everything in the world. And you going to have to matter. put some serious work guess in what? At the end of the day, yeah, you got me all this. You're doing all this stuff good. You've been in my face. Treat me right for the past six months. Guess what? You're still working with that person. You cheated with. Now, let me put a little <laughs> twist on this a little bit. Um, What do you do in a situation where people have dated for a long time, some years, mm-hmm. and then they get married, and then a person want to cheat? How do you... How do, how do you register that in your mind like and for the person who's been cheated on like what are they supposed to think of that like we've been together all this time you've been faithful all this time well, what first, made you cheat now after we say i do well first of all it, it, to me like i said these are these are the opinions of, of justin from kj conversations they are not the opinions of anyone else but these are my opinions i feel that if that were the case the first thing your spouse or your significant other gonna think is you were cheating on me the whole time. That's me. I feel like that way. You can't go that whole time. Yeah, I would think that's slate, so. And next thing you know, you up up and slip up and you cheat. Or it was on your mind to do it. It's, and you just always, acted on it. It's always going to be that person. That yeah. other person is going to think it's a, it was a seed that was always in you and you just acted on it. But you always been wanting to do it. Or you always had that lust or whatever in you to try and do that. That may not even be the case. You may be like, you know, I ain't It just never, happened. Right. I ain't never seen no other woman. I got drunk that night. I had an idea, whatever. And then I just slipped up and it happened. But I ain't never thought about it. But that could be exactly what it is. You ain't never thought about it ever. But that don't matter what you think. It's how that other person feels and perceives it. Yeah. And all I can say in that scenario, you definitely have a lot of work to put in. Because the trust has been broken. You have to rebuild that. Um, and it's definitely going to take time. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, but I just feel like across the board, if the person who cheated, you don't have the right to, to get an attitude or feel like this person is taking too long to forgive you. You, you know, don't have that right. You lost that right 
um, when you decided to do what you did. You don't because you was in the wrong. You got to let that person work through that and forgive you at the top, you know, when they're ready or yeah. when they feel like they can. You lost that. If, that, if that ever happens. And for me personally, it ain't gonna, me yeah. personally as a man, I've never, I have never cheated. Because that's why I've only been in three relations in my life because I have never cheated. I feel as though if I'm not ready to be somewhere, I'm just not going to be somewhere. If I'm ready to be somewhere, I will be somewhere. Simple and I'm that. with you and with then that. The, and then the second thing is, I ain't, I don't have the patience. I ain't got time. First of all, cheating is a whole nother bill. There's a whole nother schedule of time that I need to be on. I ain't got time for that shit. And then I don't have the patience. Another to person be, in your ear telling you what they want you to do or how to do it. It ain't even that. It just, well, you said you would, though. When people cheat, you got a whole nother situation over here. Yeah, but you can control your other situation if you're not in control. But then you got some men that really, they well, sit here and have whole-fledged two relationships. Yeah, they do. But if, And I don't know. Can if they're they... good enough, they they know how to control them. But let me ask you this. Hold on. Before, okay, me, go ahead. Before I finish, I'm going to finish my last thought. I don't have the patience to tr- sit and try and rebuild the relationship I've been in for that long. Because I don't have the patience to deal with someone if if they're, if they're I'm if I cheated and I'm in the process of rebuilding it, and then I got to keep going back to that same subject, you cheated, you did me wrong. I personally do not have the patience to deal with that same subject for X amount of time, for X amount of years, until that other person heals. So for me to get around even dealing with that, I choose <laughs> not to fucking cheat. Or if I don't want to be here, I would just say, hey, I think it's time for us to I'm leaving your ass. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, and I know that's just not working. So we need to break it off, and then I think that it'll be hard, but that'll be an easier transition than me cheating and sitting, or uh, even a man cheating and sitting and dealing with that situation for X amount of years. Because eventually a man gonna be like, "Yeah, I cheated, but you gotta get over that." And that's the and worst that thing is what a man, yeah. And then that's gonna piss off all over again because exactly. it's like, nigga, you chose the cheating, but then you gonna say on me? Yes. What I need to do, like I ain't gonna even that, lie, like I'll be ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because in the man's eyes, yeah. They, they want a, you to get over unknown, it. It's an unknown expiration date that a man has on that. But that's so wrong. But men do tend to do it that. Is. They they mess up, and then they want to tell you when to feel, how to feel. And that ain't how that it's works. The pa- that you don't have they the patience don't. to sit here. And a lot of guys don't have the patience but to guess deal, what, with, though? deal with that rebuilding. If you love her, you go through it, but it's going to be a rough run. But guess what, though? The same way y'all ain't got time for it, we ain't got time for it neither. Like, what woman wants to be sitting here in a relationship with somebody and being committed and being faithful? Because just like me, I don't have time to cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've never been a cheater. Like, I can't. That That's just unnecessary. Drama and unnecessary work. Like, I ain't no like time for all that. So, like, for me, I don't. I just feel like men tend to do that. And then a woman, it makes them feel like a certain way. Yeah, and I don't feel like you had that right to do that. It's not. It's really an. Unfair, it's just wrong. It's really an unfair thing, but that's basically if a, if you not if you're not willing to put in the work with the women and then go through that storm. I rather really you just leave. Hell, it's gonna, it's <laughs> like gonna be a storm. It's gonna be a major storm coming your Definitely. way for a long time. Who knows when that storm gonna pass? But if you ain't got the, if you ain't if you ain't resilient enough. If your love ain't strong enough toward that woman that lasted, man, ride dog. And then it's crazy because you have situations. Don't even sit in there with it, man. Just leave. 
with the workplace situations where people dip off with people they work with, but then you have situations where people um, are stressed mm -hmm. and that'd be like they little escape and they, they happen to cheat because of something stressful and happened. Or you have people that and had too much alcohol and, and had a, a accident happen. You know, there's so many different scenarios that cause people to dip off. You know what I'm saying? But the workplace situation, I don't know. Like, I think that, that that's a lot of work, though. Just don't do it, man. The world is so messy, man. Keep it in your pants. Just keep it in your pants. It's not worth it because you got to look at what not you in the workplace, do. man. But look at what you're losing. Like, you, you could potentially lose your whole life, your whole family. If y'all got kids or whatever the case may be, you could lose that whole situation and over no some income. ass. Because what like, knows really? that other person? If that other come person on. come out and, and, and say something to you, talk, say something about you in the workplace, a foul complaint in the workplace, you can lose your job. Because I've seen crazy scenarios. I've seen scenarios, you know what I'm saying, where people worked at the same job with their significant other, but got so comfortable where they in parking lots and stuff, kissing on folks. Come on, like, that's so disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So, I've had, I've just seen crazy stuff, and it just blows my mind to see people do stuff like that. Like, why would you do that? It's crazy. You, you can be an asshole on one end and be a victim on another end. That's exactly how it could be. Your, your spouse I, I'm will just be you one. as a straight asshole at the workplace. You a victim because that other whoever well you cheated with, she going to hold that thing over you like nigga. And then that's the other thing. You got these little side chicks that be real ratchet with it, real loose with it, and they can't wait to mess up your little happy home. Man. They be waiting on it. Especially if they know your wife and they don't like your wife. And that's or the other thing. You... They know, or even your girlfriend, even your girlfriend, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend. If they know your significant other. And they, and they laughing and smiling and they in their face. Them, oh, yeah. They don't care for them. And you did something with them. And they got that little nugget, that golden nugget, man. Oh, yeah. You in for it, for that real. That is a whole, that entanglement is going to be something else. Because I just, that whole... Whether it's a male or a female, because you got some men out here that's just as grimy that just can't wait to mess up a happy home. But you have women out here that are cheesing your face and knowing they laying down with your man. All day. Literally. Hey, so-and-so, having small talk with you and everything, but then you scoring my man. <laughs> like, that's an ass-whooping waiting you to happen. Men, you got men out here. They, they do the they, same thing. That's, that's an ass-whooping waiting to happen. That's your homies, but it's lusting after your girl. It yeah. happens every but day. But what about friends that, that sit and dip off with their friends' significant others? That's mm -hmm. a whole nother. Like, real talk. That's some shit for you right there. Is that a subject you got on that? <laughs> no, oh, but... Okay. I'm just, hey, man. While we see this... <laughs> hey, no, no comment on that. <laughs> no Friend, comment. Though. Friends dipping off with significant others. <laughs> that that right there? Who, boy. No, no comment. I'm just saying that's another scenario. I don't. I'm, I mean, I don't know nobody that's been through that, but I'm just saying. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Jeez. I don't know nobody that's been through that, Crazy. but you know. Be too early in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we was we was on the subject of of messing around, so that's another scenario too. You got your home girl, like your homeboy, smashing her. Hey, I've seen. Hey, I've seen a lot. Just so no I've never, you know, seen nothing like that. But I just feel like if you got a homie, home girl or homeboy sitting there smashing your your girl, your 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 guy, your husband, your wife, whew, 
Next subject. There ain't no friend. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. All right. So, commitment issues. Mm-hmm. People tend to cheat sometimes because they're running from the relationship. Maybe they feel like they're too deep involved in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They like, yeah. Mm. And that be they took it out the door. You know what, babe? I smashed a home, home girl up the street. Mm-hmm. Now she like, I'm done. So now he's out of that relationship. Or he or she's out of the relationship. If it's that easy, is that easy? That person, men or women, they should be they should be mature enough just to say, you know what, I don't want this in the first place, and we need to step off. But you got some people right? that are not mature doing, like that. You can't go around and just do things in a relationship no. hoping the other person is just gonna break up with you. That's that's immature. That's the dumbest shit ever. It really is. So that's something just like, come on, man. But you have people that have lack of interest in committing in a long-term relationship. You have some people that just like casual relationships, but they're not woman enough or man enough to tell a person like, hey, I'm not into serious things. I just want to be light. You know what I'm saying? I want to kick it when we kick it. I guess if y'all at the level where y'all having sex with each other, we have sex when we have sex, but I ain't trying to catch feelings on I feel like a person can be respected way more if you just tell it in the door. Stop playing the game. Stop sitting here acting like you want this when you really don't or mm-hmm. spitting these sweet nothings because women be doing that pillow talk just like, like men do. Mm-hmm. Stop doing all this pillow talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just just speak what you, what you want because people can receive it. Who knows? That person may be up for what you want. Maybe they just want to have sex with you and keep it moving too. You don't know because you sitting here... You know what I'm saying? Playing the game when I'm like y'all in a relationship when really you not. You just hitting and you hitting her, him, whoever. You hitting everybody. Give them that chance. You know what I'm saying? Just be 100. That's the problem with people. People don't know how to keep it keep it real and be like, this is what I want. And if that's the case, y'all just be... you. you Friends with be benefits. Responsible. Be responsible when you're doing it. Because yeah. you can't be saying you want to keep it like... And you don't want all this stuff, and then y'all have an unprotected sex. That's so. Then you're going to mess around. Have a kid. kid going to pop out of it. Then that's going to be a whole other little situation y'all going to have. And that it's is all so because true. Y'all, y'all, y'all put the work in and communicate with each other, but y'all was irresponsible about what y'all was doing. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So. Then we have unmet needs. You just ain't got them. You're not being intimate with each other. It just ain't that. So one one party ain't happy because they ain't getting what they need. They needs man. That, that, that'll cause somebody to go and be like, you know what? <laughs> but that's another form of they need to communicate because a lot of some I ain't gonna even say a lot of guys. It be, it be, it's guys out there that they just feel like their pipe game is the best and the one they don't want to hit nothing from nobody. They lay it down they, and they hit a woman. And all the time, and they think it's good. But uh, overall, <laughs> as soon as y'all get up and leave, the women like, yeah, but he could have did this. It was whack. You know what I'm saying? It all comes to communication. You need to be open to your partner, and they need. And you need. To you open should be able to, to talk about everything. You, you should be able yeah. to have those type of conversations. Like, look, babe, this is yeah. what I need. This is what yeah. you know. what I'm saying you should be able to. If you in a relationship with somebody, you should be able to have a conversation about what you need in the bedroom. Period. Like, whatever it may be, y'all don't know. And you need to, and you can't, and you got to be able to accept what they're saying, criticism. You got to be able to receive it. Good or bad. They be like, hey, take some out. Or they like, hey, you need to put some more in. Or they like, hey, you need to, you need to 
wrap this up a little quicker. Or they like, hey, you need to go a little longer. <laughs> I you won't. Know well, they, you know, people, everybody have different sex yeah. drives. And so I guess with the unmet needs, there's so many different ways to look at that. It could be you giving it to them, but then shit, your significant other may want some wild shit that you ain't for. Mm-hmm. So it's different levels when it comes to being intimate with your partner. Yeah. It could be your ass want a threesome, but she ain't want no threesome. You know what I'm saying? That could be a, that could be a deal breaker for some dudes, cause that's something he really want, but you ain't trying to get it. So he gonna go out there yeah. and find a female that's gonna go on and and, and bring another chick in the bedroom. Yeah. And be weary, cause what you ask for sometimes ain't really what you. And the outcome of it is really not what you're looking for. So no. you need you need to really be you know be mindful. cognitive of that, and mindful of that, cause yeah, what you think you want ain't really what you want, because is there's lasting impressions. Yeah, you I know. totally agree with you on that. And then you have people that got different sex drives. Maybe one of the people in a relationship sex drive is just ridiculous. They want to have sex more three, four, five times a day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ten times a week. Who knows? Yeah. But then the other person, they just want to have sex maybe twice a week. And then that can swap. Uh-huh. The person that wanted wanted twice a week may may start wanting ten times a week, and the person that wanted ten times may only want it twice a week. That stuff can swap too. Yeah, that's true. But that that's another way where people can drift though to yeah. cheat because their sex drives are different. Yeah, you got one that need a little bit more, and you ain't willing to give it. Yeah. So they they walking around here, you know what I'm saying, dipping in some other you situations. Him, y'all better you better, you better go to the, the store. The, tell you better him you better go the to the store. Him up with the hey. Oh, you need that? Hey, I can't get that tonight. Here, take that. Take that. <laughs> take that joint. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I cheer you on while I'm sitting right. Hey, yo, go ahead. Get that wine out, man. Go for what you know, man. Look. I'm like, I hear, you hear that? You hear that? Yeah. You're like, yeah, get that. While you watching the Lakers on TV or something. You just chilling on the side. Yeah, you in the bed laying right with it. Get that shit, yo. Look. Watching football, man. Don't pay us no man, y'all. <laughs> And then let's see. Um, oh, I think I already touched on like they want different things, so that could be yeah. like a threesome or just maybe. But then yeah. you know what though, toys could be an issue because you got some men that don't like toys in the bedroom. Yeah. So that could be an issue. Your woman wants toys. She wants a little extra in there, yeah. and and the man could be, no, I'm and not with a, that. I was a victim of that. Right when we first started dating around. I was like, you know, I'm like, nah, I got you. I don't, what, what are you pulling that out for, man? Put that shit up, yo. Nah, I'm taking care of you. Don't worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want this? Nah, we ain't doing that. Oh, you want to go to the sex store? Nah, we ain't doing none of that. I got you. I got you, boo. I'm taking care of all and that. And I'm going to just say this. The sex store is fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like all couples should go. Yeah. And and, and, and and find things that they like and dress up. Like, I think like I it's said, fun. That was at the start. I said, now I'm like, hey, I mess around and drop off and wait in the parking lot. I'd be like, do what you want, man. I'm, finna, I'm on YouTube, yo, watching whatever I watch on YouTube while she in there doing what I'm doing her thing. I don't know. So it's just. It's, I think, but then that's some issues. Some people have that, that issue in their relationship. They don't, yeah. they don't, they ain't, they ain't for it. So I don't know. That could play a role in it. You know what I'm saying? Or just maybe... Um, you always got to compromise with each other. You definitely do. And you just got to communicate. Then, sexual desires could be an issue. You have different desires when it comes. Like what? Um, well, and that kind of falls back into things that we already talked about. Unmet um, needs. Your sexual needs not being met. Mm-hmm. 
just having that opportunity to dip off somewhere with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, even just you, maybe you just the type of person just like having sex with different people. You you just don't want to have sex with them. She if she if they introduce like yo, we need to go to a swingers party. You you gonna accept? We we need. Or y'all just gonna be a conversation between you know what I'm saying? y'all. Or just um different sex drives. People having different sex drives, but I don't know about no damn swinging. That that's all another. Yeah. You ain't swinging. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> then let's see. We got. Um, just wanting, I guess, a variety. And so, I don't know. That's, that's kind of crazy. What you mean? Like, you want to, you what you want to, you want a white penis one day, and if you know, she want to go around have a Spanish penis, and if you know, she want the Asian but penis. But this is crazy, though, because, like, you could have, you and your significant other could be compatible in everything else. Mm-hmm. But just when it comes to that. And that's because you all have maybe different way of thinking about sex. You think that could be a deal breaker for a woman? If she if the guy bringing everything to the table, but then her views on sex is different from his, you think that could be a deal breaker for a woman? Um, yeah. Maybe because, but then I don't know, because you got some men out here can really talk a woman into doing some stuff mm-hmm. that they wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. But they did it for that individual. Mm-hmm. And they may have been asked, I'll just use a threesome. As an example, mm-hmm. a woman could have maybe had a couple of guys that she's dated or whatever ask her for that, mm-hmm. and she like hell no, <laughs> no, no go. But in this particular gentleman, for some somehow was able to coerce her into coerce into <laughs> doing. You know what I'm saying? Convince her like, look, you gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know who I don't know. So I don't know. I guess it just depends. Maybe that nigga got a good mouthpiece. <laughs> He just know how to make it work and get get and get what he want. I don't know. That one, that one, that one is is kind of I don't know. But I guess too, just wanting different things when it comes sexually could be a deal breaker for some people. Mm-hmm. Or you you still mess with that person because you really like that person, you really feeling that person, but you still gonna go do your extra activities to fulfill what that person ain't giving you. So that's just what I think on that one. Mm-hmm. And lastly, low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. How do you think low self-esteem can cause a person to cheat? Uh, I think is if you have low self-esteem, I think if a person, well, my view of a low self-esteem is if your spouse puts that in you. Because I don't think... But sometimes people already have low self-esteem before they get in a relationship. Yeah, but I'm thinking like if your spouse is, is, is like abusive to you on the, on the mental state. You ain't this. You ain't never gonna be this. But you have a boyfriend, girlfriend. Look at you doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All this you done. You ain't never gonna be nothing. I got you. You want nothing, and I'm gonna leave you. You ain't. And then you meet somebody else. Form of of someone mentally beating you down. That's true. And and breaking down your self esteem. You can be the strongest woman in the world, but if you love a man, like if you really love a man, you tend tend to want to ride out with him. But on on the way, he's really nasty to you, and he just takes that confidence away from you. I've seen a lot of beautiful women that don't have confidence, and it's and it stems from different relationships. But I feel like when it comes to um, rather it's a man or women because women do it too um, but when men tend to do things like that and break a woman down with their words because sometimes it don't even have to be physical abuse it could just be verbal nope. and so nope. 
Uh, and sometimes verbal, I don't, I don't know, could be even worse than physical sometimes. I feel like, like I'm not an advocate. I'm never an advocate I'm not, for a man putting their hand on a woman. I, that's nothing I'm never going to do, or that's nothing I'm never an advocate for. But I feel like mental abuse is, is worse is, than physical because abuse. Because it, 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 it stays in your head, and I feel like when you're dealing with a person that is mentally um, in your head and verbally just bashing you with hurtful words, but then you see you you, and then you meet someone. However, you meet this other person, and they like saying all these nice things and making you feel good and making mm-hmm. you just you know what I'm saying feel good as a person, as a woman and a male. Because once again, it happened to me too. Yeah. Um, that would cause you probably to go drift off and cheat because yeah. that person is giving you this feeling that you definitely ain't getting from the other person that you 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 involved with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so um that could be dangerous though in a sense because and you can tie this one and you can tie this um this type of low self-confidence into the workplace cheating. Yeah. Uh, typically when people in a in a space like that in a close space they tend to talk about their lives and their smiles and, and that, like that. And over time, and now the person they, then know what to say and what know, to do. Like they know they'll they, if they start feeling you, but they know you in a situation, uh-huh. they'll start telling you things that you want to hear and what you hear. need to hear exactly because to make you feel good and make you have that it's feeling. A game. It's, oh yeah, that definitely. Be, that is a flat out game. Because you got some so, people out here that that are in full blown relationships. And they are cheating. Like their their significant other is telling other people, like, well, they've been doing this. This is what they do. Yeah. Like, how do you tell another person that your wife or your husband just a cheater? You okay with telling another person that? Like, have you lost your damn man? Like, that ain't even cool. That's the lack of respect. To be telling somebody, oh, this is what she do. This is what he do. He do it all the time. It's but your dumb man's still sitting there, though. It's nothing. Like, come on now. They don't, that person saying that don't That's respect crazy. you, they don't respect your relationship. That's crazy. Like that. So that means you have some people, I, I, I'm going to call it a career. They're career cheaters. <laughs> they, that's just what they do. So to wrap this up, we're going to go into how do you repair it? Like, and I'm, we're going to talk about, like, how you repair it as far as the person who cheated and how the person repaired it that was cheated on. So, we're going to start with the person that, that got cheated on. So, I'm a true believer of, like, we've been saying this whole conversation, communication. Like, there's definitely a conversation that would have to be had once a person has cheated in a relationship, period, point blank. You ain't going to get around it. It's a conversation that needs to be had with the other person. Um, there's questions that definitely need to be asked, like, how do we continue this relationship? Where do we go from here? Okay. Then you need to ask yourself as a person who just been in this situation, can I trust this person? Like, can we, can we move on? Man. Can I trust you at this point? Man. Cause trust has definitely been broken. Leave. Well, man. Me personally, I would leave. I can't deal with the rebuilding process. It's too long, too strenuous. I don't know if I could stay. Even though I created it, I'm not there to. I, I'm not man enough to deal with it. I know that through the fact. That's why I don't cheat. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered with it, and I'm leaving. But if you're <laughs> someone that's just that's like you know I cheated, I messed up. I want to stay. Then you're gonna have to. Number one, you gotta be consistent. You gotta show consistency. 
you got to show transparency on everything you do. You probably going to have to give up all your passwords to all your shit, your social media shit. Yeah, you're going to be you know checking. That gonna person's going to be checking everything. You're basically going to be on parole. Yeah. Probably probably for the next couple of years or something like that. But if you feel like that person is worth it, and if they were worth it, you should never did this shit in the first place. But people make mistakes. Yeah. So if you feel like that person And that's what, what you saying that there, the person who was cheated on definitely would have to ask themselves, can, this, can they still be in this relationship? Yeah. And at the end, I'm always a true believer in counseling because I, I believe I touched on it in our first uh, episode that we did marriage, mar- uh, can't even get the word out, marriage counseling mm-hmm. um, because we wanted to make sure, we wanted to make sure our marriage was good going into marriage, even though we've been together all that time. So it wasn't because of no cheating. No, it wasn't because, <laughs> no, we did marriage counseling just as a tool to make sure that we were yeah. ready to be married. That one was more so our tool for us. And I believe in marriage counseling. I think it, it's something that all people should do before getting married. And most pastors want you to do it anyway before they marry you to make sure that you're ready to be married. So I do believe in that. And then moving on to the person who cheated. They need to have some questions. They need to ask themselves some questions too. I'm sorry. I, I switched my answers then. Well, I was giving originally for the person. No, was, baby, we was on the person who was cheated on. See what they need to do. I was I was giving answers as if I see was you was you you was just cheated. jumping ahead, baby. But I'm like leave, but person no. that was cheated on leave. Everybody just leave. Look, he his point yeah. of view is everybody just leave no, the situation. Break it off, man, it's too big of a process. You mentioned I have three kids later. She's still about you cheat. On me 10 years ago. Like, we really are still on that path? I can't actually. But no. I got time for that. For the person who cheated, once again, there's still a conversation that they need to have and they need to ask themselves some questions. Do you still want this relationship? Being you are the one that stepped out. Are you sure you still want to be here? Are you in this relationship? Was that just a mistake you made? And you know what I'm saying? You truly are sorry and you want to put in 100% and make this back on track, get it back on track and mark it out? Yeah. I don't know. That's something they got to ask themselves. If you truly sorry you want to work... And can you... Love on your love on your mate. Men and women, love on your mate, man. Just let them know you there. And what we've been talking about this whole evening, can you really work through the reasons why you, you cheated in the damn first place? Can you Can you talk that out? Can you... Really understand why you felt like you needed to cheat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and another thing, do you see yourself cheating again? Are you going to do this again to me? See, that's a hard <laughs> one because you never know. But for the person that you, for for the person who was cheating on, that's something they're going to ask you. Yeah. Are you going to do this again? Because they, once again, that plays into... I need that trust in you again. Yeah, I need yeah. to trust you again. So that's definitely a question you're going to have to but ask. Deep down, that's an unfair question because no one ever knows. But the only thing, yeah, the person cheated going to be like, <laughs> I'm never going to do this again. I swear to God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my mama, I ain't never going to do this again. Deep down, like, shit, I don't know if I'm going to cheat again, man. How do I know? All I got to do is try my best and put my best foot forward. And lastly... The person who cheated, will they be willing to go to therapy? 
And I think, me personally, I would think that person needs to go to therapy by themselves because maybe it's some things they need to talk about. But then once they work out whatever caused them to cheat, then Mm -hmm. I think it should be a couple things where both parties are able to express. The person who was cheated on can express how they feel with a third party involved and the person that cheated. Mm -hmm. You know, just to have that support of the third person where they can be able to have a conversation without fighting and you know, hollering and cussing at each other. That could be an option. You know, if, that, if it's really some things that you guys really need to work out, then, yeah, that definitely could be an option. But if deep down you feel like, hey, that's just a mistake. You know what I'm saying? That stripper was hitting that pole too hard that night. I had to get at her. You know what I'm saying? Then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was just that one mistake. You fell in love with a stripper for the night. So, and I mean, I guess people do make mistakes. But yeah. once again, anybody out there that's listening to us, I know this is probably going to be the longest we've ever recorded, but it was a really good topic, and I really wanted to talk about it. So I hope that we're able to help somebody. Okay, guys, sorry about that, but we we was in such a good conversation now. Going a little bit too long. Yeah, so what I was trying to say as we close out um, this segment was that I know there are some people that are either dealt with that type of situation or they're going through that situation. So I do hope that we were able to help somebody and just have an open discussion about it for them. Somebody. You know, because everybody probably experienced that in a in a time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I do hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes. I really enjoyed it, having these um, conversations tonight with you. Because it's fun. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. So we out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed Please come back. We'll be back soon with episode six. Episode six? Yes. We're moving and grooving, babe. Getting in our bag. Look, so that's it, guys. We did enough talking for tonight. Anything you want to say, baby, before we go? I mean, I'm good, man. I think I've talked enough. I'm not a talker. I know. I got to so. get some water now. <laughs> I, think, I think we good. I know y'all good. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.